This is the Boring People Bad Opinions Podcast. What's up, citizens internet, and welcome to the one and only Boring People Bad Opinions Podcast for the week of July the 29th, 2019, which is also episode number 68. I'm one of your hosts, Jason Husak, and with the with me as always is my Italian meatball. Palmer, Paul Gigio, how are you? Good. So this is uh, officially our ultimate final episode for the time being, for weekly, that is. Um, yeah, I'm getting married in August, therefore, that's uh, at the time of recording this, uh, four weeks away until my wedding, 24 days to be exact. Yeah, dude. Oh boy, here we go. Oh my god, that's going to be, it's going to be awesome, how but, have, sorry, what? How have you, like, stressed out any of, like some prozac or something yeah i don't know i feel way more chill than i am than like what i thought i would be um i don't know why like i just feel like ready good to go and i'm sure that that'll fade so so like the week going into it will be like oh my oh, god you're, like, you're gonna freak out like crazy but i'm sure it'll be fine i think i'm kind of just more with like go with the flow like it's gonna be a great day why not? you know it'll be fun sure probably gonna drink a lot gonna break keto I still can't, like, I'm shocked you're still gonna do that. Yeah. So, what, break keto? Yeah. I broke keto for my, uh, the tasting. Oh. Felt like shit after it, but, uh, I got into keto very quickly after it by having one meal a day for one day. So, yeah, but I got back into it, but it was awful. It was so funny, like, having the carbs, like, fuel my body process the carbs. Like, you could feel, like, every ounce of it. It just sucks the life out of you. Oh, my God, it feels bad. It's the worst diet of all time. Feels bad. Real bad. So, what does that mean for the podcast? Well, at the end of the day, uh, that means we're going to take a break for probably about a month. It may be longer due to the fact is we are going to try and move this show to youtube we're going to try and move a lot of things to youtube so i'm going to say that it is on hiatus for the time being with no um coming back in sight for the time being when we are happy with moving forward with this with the video when we're happy with bringing this uh back week to week in a process that we do as you guys know where we post every tuesday post every friday and we can continuously do that that is when this will back be back we don't obviously want to not deliver for the most part mm-hmm. and uh basically yeah so that means it's gonna be on hiatus for the time being secondly well what about the reviews well the reviews we have a lot still to record we probably have three or four left to do so that being once upon a time in hollywood we have aladdin we have uh midsummer and i think that's it i think it's maybe just three yeah so those three eventually will come out in tandem we don't really have uh, a time when that's gonna come out um, so the point being said is we're going to record those. We're going to try and record them as quick as we can and as soon as we can. So we can go, um, we'll have maybe, uh, review podcasts coming out, uh, week to week for the next three to four weeks or so. So hopefully that can kind of balance things out. Maybe we'll do the odd review for some other films that we see, such as like Lion King or Crawl or something like that. Who knows? But for the most part, you can guarantee the three will come out at least some point in time, and that will be over the course of the next month. So you can uh, look forward to that. So after that, once again, on hiatus, and uh, yeah, we'll come back a swinging after that. So... If you do not know, for the final time for now, Boring People Bad Opinions is your one-stop shop for everything movies and entertainment. Every week we break down three entertainment stories from the week before giving you our perspective. We also tell you what's releasing this week, give you some recommendations for Netflix specifically in August because now it is August, so we will tell you what you guys should be watching since you'll be missing us, of course. And if you like that, please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, any podcast service you like. We're pretty much up there. You can check out our review of yesterday. Uh, This week was a little awkward. Um... We kind of did things differently. The Tuesday we posted the review, and then this will eventually go live on Friday, which is August the 2nd. Um, But yeah, yesterday, that's the uh, alternate history Beatles uh, film. Palmer loved it. He is a huge fan of the Beatles. I'm just kidding. My voice is really monotone, and Palmer hated everything about it. Yeah. Yeah. But you can listen to us scream at the mic for probably about 20 minutes and talk about that movie. So yeah, check that out if you saw it already. So with that being said we'll move on to number one so the it chapter do uh, chapter do oh my god it chapter two producer confirms the director's cut as well as how long the movie is going to be in general so it chapter two barbara 
Meschetti, Mezushi, Italian Palmer, I think, Mezushetti. Mezushetti has confirmed that there will be a director's cut of the upcoming Pennywise picture, which has been given a theatrical runtime of two hours, 45 minutes. Two hours, 45 minutes for It Chapter 2. How do you feel about that? Fantastic. That is going to be two hours and 45 minutes where I just pee myself because I'm going to be Hell so yeah. scared. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, the original... Uh, let me check. I think the runtime was... Wait, hold on. Is yeah, 215. Si- is it his sister? Who are, you th- who are you talking about? It is his sister. The producer is the sister of the director. Oh, how about that, eh? I think she's... Andy Muschietti? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how about that? So, yeah, it chapter one was... Uh, or just it. She went, oh, it's Spanish. Barbara was born in uh, Barcelona. Oh, well, I was completely or, wrong. Was she born in Argentina? I was completely wrong, clearly. So Aries, Argentina. The first it was uh, two hours fifteen minutes, and now this it was one was that long. Wait, hold on. Yeah, two fifteen, and I now love, this one is two forty-five. I love horror movies that are way longer than they need to be. Yeah, like, like uh, I'm, I'm all over like a three-hour horror movie over like a. I think the Vivitch is pretty long, isn't it? Maybe know. that's an hour and a half. Maybe not, because horror movies are usually an hour and a half. Yeah, and so then you get these cool, pretty long ones, eh? Yeah, Shining is pretty long. But One, anyway. 132. Yeah, but oh, The Shining is yeah. different. Well, The Shining is the best horror movie ever made. It's Stanley Cooper. So. Oh, Stanley Cooper. Yeah, you bet. So in an interview with Digital Spy, Muschietti said that she believes the fear-inducing flick merits an extended cut because there are some amazing scenes that didn't make it into the movie since it has been cut down from its original bladder-busting yeah. duration of four hours. Yo, let's go. Jesus I Christ. I want that psychedelic ethereal space turtle yeah no okay uh, that's why i want i want to see the space turtle hell yeah so we will put the director's cuts uh we'll put out a director's cut because this time it definitely merits it uh and then she just adds that you have to make choices sometimes and some things cannot be created in a theatrical release but you're definitely worthy of people seeing it at a later date so um yeah that's put a theater, not a little baby yeah, I mean, hey, Avengers was three, right? Just push it an extra hour. Yeah. See, I'm all for doing a four-hour movie if you have an intermission. That's all. All you got to do is put an intermission. 2001 Space Odyssey had an intermission. That movie's like two hours, 35 minutes. Maybe yeah. 40. So that's fair. maybe you could do it, you know? So, but yeah, that's the thing. Uh, I don't think a four-hour movie would ever work. But with that being said... The right director could. The right director could. That man being Peter Jackson, pretty much. Um, but anyway, with that being said, what do you think of it, Chapter 2? Are you excited? Excited. I'm very excited. I think it's going to be uh, I think it's gonna be pretty cool. Can't wait for Bill Hader. And oh, Justin. yeah. Oh, yeah. Bill Hader is... Everybody knows how much I love Bill Hader. So, uh, yeah. I think the cast is great. That trailer, freaky as all hell, I think yeah. is great. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, 2.45, that's... I think that's going to be longer than what people anticipated. Too bad. But I think uh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I think that's going to be, like, we'll see, like, probably an 85 90% movie. And this is literally the only good Stephen King property in years. I mean, Castle Rock's pretty good for my hair, but... There's a lot of Stephen King. Okay. Yeah, it's a bunch of Stephen King stories on Amazon Prime TV. Yeah. Not too bad. So we're going to move on to number two. Um, So Mad Max sequels are going to happen, says director George Miller. That makes me super happy. So George Miller's Mad Max Fury Road sequels and Furiosa spinoffs are still going to happen, despite the director's ongoing legal dispute with Warner Brothers. What? Oh, what was the legal dispute again? Yeah, it was about him actually having the rights, I think. That's all Yeah, and being being able to create the movie. It was was something weird. I'll have to uh, take a look at it. At, at that again but Hello so dumb. there are two stories both involving mad max and also furiosa story um and that was just him talking about the sequels we're still involving we've still got to play out the warner's thing and it seems to be cle- pretty clear that that's going to happen so uh miller's production company kennedy kennedy miller mitchell sued warner there it is in 2017 after the distributor distributor refused to pay out a multi-million dollar bonus the bonus was to be paid if fury road final cost came under 107 million dollars us which ultimately exceeded that budget so miller's corporation claims that was only due to a substantial changes and delays created by warner brothers not Uh by them 
So, uh, yeah, I guess that kind of was ongoing for two years. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what happened there. So Mad Max Fury Road, one of the best action movies ever made. Oh. Absolutely incredible. We have a friend, unfortunately, that doesn't like this movie because, oh, they just go in a circle. They're damn right they do. It's yeah. the best circle of all time. It's the best circle of all time. Yeah, Star Wars, they pretty much go in and out of the Death Star like four times in every movie. So, hey, sorry. But anyway... Point being said, it is the best circle of all time, and it's also the most entertaining circle of all time. When is the next movie you think that we can have a man on a guitar on a fucking giant pig rig truck and just rock out? Mad Max Fury Road, to this date, I will say, is my favorite opening cold sequence I've ever seen in movies. Yeah, it's just cars driving. I want to see Thunderdome come back. Yeah, that'd be pretty I gotta cool. watch the original three. The original three are really good. Those are great movies. The game's actually pretty good, too. The Avalanche one. It's just Batman. Yeah, pretty it's much. It's reskin Batman. It's perfect. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. So, yeah. Um, but, no, I love that when it's, like, Max going on the car and everything. Oh, my God. George Miller makes him super, super special. But, anyway, are you excited for Mad Max sequels? Of course I am. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Um, we Especially if they put more Furiosa and get more people mad that it's not Mad Max. Totally. Yeah. Love when that Do you remember how many fucking douchebag guys were just like, the movie's called Mad Max. I didn't know that there were so many females in this, and Mad Max wasn't the main character. Shut up. Right. Jesus. He wasn't. You're right. He wasn't. He was right. just kind of a interluding character, and Furiosa was the main point yeah. of focus. Crazy. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome that we got that movie? Yeah. Because you know what? We have three other Mad Max movies that stars Mad Max. Stop exactly so yeah no i'm super stoked for the sequels if they come out as long as they're coming out now obviously the legal dispute is kind of why they pushed it but uh fear road came out what 2015 Six. 16 Six. yeah so yeah if they come out like three four years for how good george miller is and also all those practical effects oh man yeah right 15 you're right 15. 2015 right yeah and also that's a oscar movie they, so that's how they, good it they is clean the most amount of house yeah right but that's how good it is right so yeah oh it's crazy absolutely crazy all right um yeah so that's kind of everything i wanted to talk about i guess we'll kind of move into a little bit box office news it's actually a pretty light uh week but regardless we will get through most of this stuff so Disney's Aladdin has officially earned $1 billion at the global box office. So the live-action remake of Aladdin has officially earned $1 billion. And, uh, yeah, it pretty much almost reached that milestone on uh, Thursday, July 25th with $999 million. Um, so as reported by Hollywood Reporter, Aladdin has earned $343.1 million in North America and $656.2 million internationally. And it joined Spider-Man Far From Home, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame as the only films in the $1 billion club for 2019. You know what's crazy? Disney has... uh, I read this report. I think it was Hollywood Reporter the other day. They've accumulated $16 billion worth of market money for movie releases so far. Good for them. Up until July. And the people behind them is Warner Brothers, and they've only made two. <laughs> two billion out of the 16. Isn't that crazy? I keep on harkening back. To and this. it's July. Yeah. I keep oh. on harkening back to the same thought. Is I'd love to see Walt's reaction. Him drawing Steamboat Willie back in 1927. And now what he's created... He's probably like, well, he's still frozen, right? Underneath uh, Disneyland. <laughs> he's frozen inside the founder statue? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. That's a fate worse than death. I've heard that as a rumor. Yeah. Was that he's inside the founder statue. If we could go at some point in time, the show gets big enough to get somebody to donate us or bring us to, um, is it Studio Studio 33? Is that right? I don't know what you're talking about. The secret Disneyland club that serves beer and alcohol and all that? I mean, they serve alcohol from an ever Walt Disney World. Let me, uh, uh, is it Studio? I think it's Studio 33. I don't know what you're talking Are you talking about that fancy one above the? Yes, yes, I don't know yes, what it's yes. called, but I know what you're talking about now. Uh, uh, let but me they... check. <laughs> I was the... Club 33. That was close. Okay. Yeah, so but the so Star Wars private Land, club. Yeah, yeah, but Star Wars Land sells alcohol. Yeah. 
But now I don't think in Disneyland it never let you until just Star Wars Land now. Right? That is correct. Okay, cool. Walt Disney World that had pretty much alcohol. Oh. It's flowing oh, like man. crazy. I can't imagine their cleanup is really good, but I can't imagine how many people have thrown up on like Big Thunder Mountain, and because they're so you drunk, you don't you don't see it. You don't that's see it. That's the great. That's that's why Disney is the greatest theme park because you also you, don't see people die, and people have legally that no one has ever died on. That's Disney. right. Legally, that's the greatest story of all time because they pay them off. But also, they're no, really good at cleaning it up. They they, they pay, I think they pay off the ambulance people or something. Like, I don't know if they're paying off, but. No one's legally pronounced dead until they're nowhere near Disney. Because they're always off the park before they're legally pronounced. Yep. Don't care. Disney's my favorite vacation of all time. I agree with you. I'll ignore everything. Oh, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Oh. Disney's great. <laughs> but no, yeah, there's, I Ooh, think. Pandora. There's a, <laughs> there's a guy a couple years back wrote a Disney compendium of all the deaths to happen. Hell yeah. And uh, there was one I remember that I read about, about a guy having his body dragged on Big Thunder Mountain. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, never nobody ever knew about it because it's those eyes in the sky, right? But they're, they're real good at cleanup. That's all I got to say. So It sucks, but Disney's got to be a good payout. Oh, yeah. Like, if, if if you're, like... They're making $16 billion of movies. If your clearly. husband gets dragged around Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, you're not worrying about debts or bills ever again. <laughs> like, I guess that's the pro to it. It's, it's a big pro for a very big con. Like, yeah, my husband died, but I got like a $10 million payout to never say anything ever. It's probably more than that. Like, it's probably like, hey, it's probably like $100 million in a cameo in like Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Nothing happened. It's fine. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. So Disney's, okay. Disney's remake of 1992's Aladdin has become the 41st film to earn $1 billion at the global box office and is now the fifth Disney live-action film to earn $1 billion following Beauty and the Beast, Alice in Wonderland, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Pirates of the Caribbean, sorry, on Stranger Tides and Dead Man's Chest. Um, the thing that's actually quite funny about that is Lion King is obviously going to make that as well. Yeah, oh yeah. Star Wars is going to make that as well. So, yep. Is Star Wars this year? Hold on. Yeah. Nine's this year? Yeah. Oh. December 17th? December Star Wars time. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. December is owned by Star Wars. Yeah. Wow. What do you know? Well, you know. I right? thought it was 2020. Nope. The break is 2020. The break get... is 2020, yeah. You're right. And then it was, I think, 2021, 23, 26. No. I think they had a year in between. I think it's a year between with some other Star Wars merchandise machine. Yeah, because it was the Mandalorian that's next year. Yeah, I have like I want to go into a really quick tangent that's super quick before we Hell get yeah. into uh, quickie news because obviously super dead week. Um, so FX now I want to talk about this. So I recently uh, got like Shaw Shaw's all set up, fantastic, not sponsored, just saying. FX, who does Fargo, What We Do in the Shadows, whatever the case. Nan and I have been watching What We Do in the Shadows, great show, highly recommend it if you like the movie. Yeah. FX now Canada, you can stream every single Netflix. FX show on FX Now app in Canada for free if you have a cable subscription with Shaw or Telus or whatever. So That's here's the thing. This crazy. is where my this is crazy. This is where my story gets really sad. So I go to FX Now Canada right to watch what we do in the shadows, and it says, "Yep, to order uh, on Shaw, you can just do this thing." Cape Shaw's listed, no problem. I go instantly to watch now. Yep, sign in with your cable sub- subscriber. Sure. I scroll down to find Shaw. It's not there. They have Telus, they have Videotron, and they Videotron exactly. And what is they movie and scanners exactly. And they advertise Shaw, and Shaw is not there to sign in. So I Google this, I get a response a year ago saying, "Oh yeah, we we plan to uh, get you guys to be able to stream this on FX now, but you can actually go stream it on our cable box." I what we do in the shadows. I do the voice command thing that never works for me. Can't even do that. So you're telling me that you you guys fucked up so so like you didn't even think about this for Shaw to put yourself as a signing partner, even though you sell FX. Yeah, dude. What? So my question is, do you know anyone who's got Talus? No. Great. Because Shaw's the best. Shaw's the best. Okay, so we're gonna move on really quick to Quick news. So William Shatner would potentially reprise the role of Captain Kirk for Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek movie. Isn't that interesting? So William Shatner has confirmed that he would 
go like to boldly go where it has never gone before by returning to his legendary role as Captain James T. Kirk on Quentin Tarantino's prospect Star Trek film. So yeah, he was just kind of quote saying that he would do that. Um, pfft. no, don't do that. You know what? No, we need a new Star Trek movie. I mean, you can cameo, sure, that's fine, but I don't need that Kirk again. Do you need it? Be cool. Be fan servicey, but. But also, Tarantino's gonna make an R-rated Star Trek film, so just that William Shatner doesn't work for that, in my opinion. Right. What else? Anyway, moving on. So, Matt Groening promises another Simpsons movie or, quote, one of these days. So, Simpsons creator Matt Groening promises fans that they will get the sequel to 2007's The Simpsons Movie eventually. And he made that announcement at Comic-Con. And, yeah, he just said that he's uh, quite excited about it. Um, did you like The Simpsons movie? It was solid. I was never a Simpsons fan. I, I'm um, not, like, a, like a diehard Simpsons I, like, I love the movie. I love watching the TV show, but... Simpsons movie The Game is actually pretty good. Simpsons movie The Game is so good. Very good. Um, yeah, I mean, another Simpsons movie. Why not? That thing's not going to die anyway. So yeah. go for it. So Venom 2, Andy Serkis reportedly under consideration to direct Sony Marvel sequel. Go. So with the re- uh, film's original director, Ruben Fleischer, not returning to helm the sequel, and neither would I, Sony <laughs> is considering a live-action remake to uh, star Andy Serkis to direct Venom 2. Did you say live-action remake? I don't know why I read that. I meant to say actor-filmmaker, not a live-action remake. <laughs> I was wow. like, I was like, well, being that what happened, I was like, are they just bringing everybody back but retconning it all? <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. Maybe we got Sideshow Bob in there playing uh, Carnage, so that's going to be pretty cool. So uh, apparently the Halloween sequels will start filming in September for those that are excited. Yeah, like- I know we absolutely are. So uh, we got those sequels in 20, 2020 and 2021. Uh, we reported a couple of weeks ago. So, we also got new photos of the Joker of Joaquin Phoenix reveal Arthur Fleck's descendant into madness. And Palmer, I don't know if you have that tweet uh, queued up, but uh, Joker is officially uh, releasing at Toronto International Film Festival. So I have a tweet. You, sh- you should give it me. Yeah, sorry, I should have said that. Oh, it's coming in around, uh, so, uh, two hours, two minutes, give or take. And... Um, yeah, so we will probably have, which you won't hear from us, of course, but maybe we'll tweet about it. Uh, you'll have probably the Rotten Tomatoes score once it airs at TIFF, is my guess. Um, you saw it, uh, on Twitter that somebody saw it and they said it it's, was awesome. Some guy who works for EW was saying that he had an exclusive sword that said that Joaquin's Joker will be nominated for Best Actor, calling Phoenix Dark disturbing and unforgettable. Which is exactly what I've been saying since the very beginning. And that's exactly what we all want, don't we? Yeah. Man. It's just Joaquin Phoenix, but he's got Joker makeup on. It's like, oh, man. I want this so bad. This can, But imagine if a tweet like that comes out and this movie is just shit. What if it's like, I, I won't be 50. I'm, I promise you it won't be. It will be good. And then people are going to make fun of me and say, oh, my God, it's going to be bad. But no, you got Joaquin Phoenix. If anything, this is what's going to happen. The movie's going to be shit, and he's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Or the movie's fantastic, and Joaquin is fantastic. Yeah, because there's no there's n- no can't... movie where he's bad. No. Sorry, that's how it goes. So Quentin Tarantino also confirmed that his Star Trek movie will be set in the Chris Pine timeline. He's still, like, I've, I haven't, like, he says he's doing Star Trek. He says he's doing Star Trek. But, like... I haven't heard like. There's but do no... we truly believe that he's gonna do this? I want him to. I believe. Yeah. We got like imagine like Leonardo DiCaprio is like this new captain. Yeah, it says it, he said quote that it will take place somewhere in the Kelvin timeline, the same universe in which 2009 Star Trek and 2013 Star Trek in the Darkness and Beyond reside. Hmm. I want it so bad. But do we think that? I mean. He has the script. So, and do we think, here's the thing. Do we like actually think that he'll write or he'll do an R-rated Star Trek or is it just going to be like his version? Like now that he did like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is more PG-13, I wonder if he's going to do that for this. I think like he said he wants to do R. I think if he's got his dead set on R. We're getting R. Because, yeah, I really want Khan to, like, explode someone's head. I want to see... You know what I mean? I want to see a shot-for-shot uh, recreation of the the car scene 
from uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. But yeah. with like a captain and a phaser. Oh, totally. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Just phaser and sub his face and yeah. just. Yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shot Donnie. Uh, so moving on, Amazon's Lord of the Rings TV show uh, taps Game of Thrones Star Wars alums for the creative team. So they announced that, in addition to previously announced showrunners J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay, director and ex- executive producer J.A. Uh, Bayonia, who did the Orphanage Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom, and executive producer Belen Atezia, uh has been added to has added exclusive producers Lindsay Weber, who did 10 Cloverfield Lane, Bruce Richmond, who did Game of Thrones, and Gene Kelly, who did Boardwalk Empire. Not the Gene Kelly, of course. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's a couple of writers there for you. And also, we got a couple more uh, producers on the Breaking Bad uh, side of things, and Jason Cahill from The Sopranos. So, that's going to be very interesting. So, a little bit of news here, too. John Wick TV show, The Continental, um, gives an update on the spinoff timeline. So, at uh, TCA Summer Press Tour, Star's COO Jeffrey Hirsch revealed new details surrounding the timeline and production for its upcoming John Wick TV show, spin-off The Continental. The Continental will be way early in the history of the series. It will be a fresh look at The Continental and how it came into being of John Wick. So, it's way back in terms of the timeline of the movies. So, uh, yeah, that's really not surprising. Um, I have to read some of the John Wick comics that came up because they take place before John Wick 1. Um, but regardless, uh, Chris Collins will act as showrunner um, with John Wick Chapter 2 director Judge Stileski helming the premiere episode. So if those that do not know, Chris Collins is the showrunner of The Wire, which is actually very, very the what? good. The you, Wire. The Wire. They, Shit! They said wider. I was like... <laughs> the biggest loser. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm stoked for this. Oh my god, but it's stars, so I hope it really doesn't get cancelled two seasons in. You got half a season. At the very least. And I would have watched the shit out of Counterpart if they didn't cancel it. Well, they got two seasons. I'm gonna watch it. Cause... Ugh, those fuckers. So, on the TV uh, scope of things, um, Netflix's Big Mouth renewed for three more seasons officially. So, Nick Kroll, Andrew Goldberg still doing that, which is pretty cool. So, Lucifer adds six additional episodes to the final season. So I, everybody oh, I, thought, can... I thought it was getting canceled. I was kind of right. It was already right canceled. <laughs> well, I guess ending. Yeah. So, yeah, those who watch Lucifer can get excited for that. Um, also, Netflix cancels animated comedy Tuca and Birdie after season one. Um, oh my favorite show! So that's it's at 100 percent Rotten Tomatoes, and then they just canned it. All right. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, well, I mean, you kind of would like it because it's Ali Wong, so it, Tiffany Haddish too, right? But anyway, yeah, I don't know why they did that. Like you, it's like, hey, you got a really good show, kind of very BoJack like. It's at 100 percent. Ah, nah. <laughs> so all over the place. I love it. Yeah, it's... I don't understand, but no, we'll keep 13 Reasons Why. Yep. I hate that show. Just uh, show people fucking killing themselves. I never understood that argument. I'll never understand what makes that show good. No, I never got it either, you know? It's just like, oh, opening about uh, about suicide. It's like, yeah, there's a way to do this properly. This show does not do that. No. At all. But anyway, to each their own. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Netflix. It's kind of weird. All right, so also Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy TV oh, series so reportedly coming to Hulu. It's very exciting. Uh, so Hulu. Douglas Adams's Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is reportedly being turned into a television show for Hulu. Deadline is reporting that the television show adaptation of the sci-fi comedy series is coming to the streaming service. Uh, Colton Coos, who lost, who did Lost, Lock and Key, is attached as showrunner, and Jason Fuchs, who did Wonder Woman, is writing the series. So uh, that's all. Obviously hearsay. But wait. did you uh, watch the movie? So good. Yes, we're good. Edgar, Edgar Wright did that, didn't you? He directed that? Really? He either wrote or directed. So long. Martin Freeman, Sam Rockwell, fantastic. A film nobody saw, also, I should say. But I liked it. I swear it's Edgar Wright. I could be wrong. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, 2005, directed by Garth Jennings. Ah, that was wrong. Was Edgar Wright attached to that at all? I don't think so. They might have wrote it. Produced. Carrie Kirkpatrick did the screenplay. Oh, Kirkpatrick did it. 
Gotcha. All right. Well, that's fine then. That's 2005, I think. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, uh, moving on to the last bit of news. Uh, this is a little bit more sad news as we kind of wrap up, of course. Um, yeah. So, Rusty Taylor, voice of oh, Disney's Mickey like, Mouse and like, Simpsons. What sad stuff happened? I'm very confused. Yeah. She uh, passed away at 75. Very, very sad. Uh, I was reading, I think I said this on the podcast once, that uh, I was reading this animation book that has a foreword by Rusty Taylor. So, uh, yeah, she's uh, quite the voice talent. You should check out her, her work if you haven't already. But, yeah, incredible voice actor. So, okay. very sad. Very, very sad. And on the other spectrum of things, uh, Rucker Hauer, uh, Blade Runner, Batman Begins, of course, uh, he also has, has passed away at 75 as well. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people getting old nowadays. So that's that. All right. So that's everything that I want to talk about this week. Uh, it was pretty much a pretty short week when it came to news. But uh, regardless, we will keep on keeping on. There's a lot of reviews. So we'll talk about that and same with the trailers and stuff. So we still got a pretty hefty latter half of the show. So out this week, we got Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. We will, of course, get into the wrong to score on that. I was told you so. I told you so. I told you so. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Goddamn right, we're gonna get to it. Oh shit, eh? David Leitch directed this. I didn't know that. Directed what? Uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah, David. Yeah. Interesting. Didn't know that. Anyway, he's a director of Atomic Bond and Deadpool Two. For those that do not know, very cool. I tried saying stuff about it. You just was like, eh, "It's fine." Fast and Furious. I mean, I, I, I'll watch them. Maybe. Eh, probably not. Who, would, who cares? They're just dumb action. That's fine. They- dumb action's good. I'm not saying that's bad. You know, I'm sure it'll make a billion dollars, Palmer. It'll be the 47th movie this year to do that, or of all time. Sorry. So, Lawman Luke Hobbs and outcast Deckard Shaw form an unlikely alliance when a cyber genetically enhanced villain threatens the future of humanity. These just turn in the G.I. Joe, don't they? It doesn't matter. Dwayne Johnson's big boy hitting people. My name's Chef Chelios, and today's the day I didn't do it. It's not a bad movie. It's just <laughs> dumb fun. He's doing cocaine off a bar floor. I didn't have a problem with Crank. Crank was fine. Those were fine movies. Crank 2 starts. Fall out of a helicopter. Survive. I know. Beautiful cold open. Having sex on the racetrack. That was, that was yeah. And then in Chinatown, too, I think. Something happens in Chinatown. Exactly. Chester Barrington and Lincoln Park, I think, is in it. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? I like Crank. Those were fun. But then there's that giant... Uh, well, if you keep on moving. I like Crank. Yes, it's fun. So anyway, we got the Nightingale, set in 1825. Clear, a young Irish convict. Uh, convict woman chases a British officer through the rugged Tasmanian wilderness, bet on revenge for a terrible act of violence he committed against her family. Oh, wait, I got that confused with the other movie about the bird. Whoops. Which one? The Goldfinch. Oh, the Goldfinch, yeah. Yeah, yeah we saw that uh, trailer. Like, not bad. I think we have... I don't know if we have scores. I'll have to check. Anyway, so we got Loose. A married couple is forced to reckon with their idealized image of their son, adopted from war-torn Eteria? I don't know where that is. After an alarming discovery by a devoted high school teacher threatens his status as an all-star student. Uh, them that follow, set deep in the wilds of Apo- Appalachia. The Appalachians? Al- Apple- yep. You can't say the Appalachians? I've never seen it spelt, I think. <laughs> I think that is the issue. I've never seen that spelt. A-P-A-C-H-I-L-I-A-N-S? No. I have A-P-P-A-L-H-C-H-I-A. Appalachia. Yeah. Yeah. Where believers <laughs> handle death dealing stakes to prove themselves before God, them that follows tells the story of a pastor's daughter who holds a secret that threatens to tear her community apart? Caitlin Delver's in that one. Book smart. Is that? I think I saw a trailer. Olivia for Coleman's it. on there. Oh yeah, Walton Goggins. Yeah, who plays as the villain all the time? I bet you he's the cult leader. Anyway, Piranhas. A gang of teenage boys stalk the streets of Naples, armed with handguns and AK-47s, to do their mob boss's bidding. All right. Jay, myself, photographer Stephen Wilk. Yep, Wilkes creates an intimate portrait of his mentor, Jay Maisel, as he leaves the 30,000-square-foot oh building in the Browery that he's inhabited and filled with his eccentric collection of beautiful random objects for the last 40 years. That was the bank. Uh, we also have 
Leo da Vinci, Mission Mona Lisa. A young Leonardo da Vinci is struggling with his incredible inventions when a mysterious storyteller comes to town and speaks of a hidden treasure. Leo and his friends embark on an unforgettable adventure. Are sure? And we also got Tel Aviv on Fire. Salem, an inexperienced young Palestine man, becomes a writer on the popular soap opera after a chance of meeting with his Isra- with the Israeli soldier. Oh, this must have not come out the week before. But anyway, we talked about this movie last week. I guess it's just releasing this week instead. Yeah. It got pushed. All right, cool. So that's everything that has uh, new movies out this week. Um, are we going to have a review for Hobbs and Shaw? No, because I can't watch those without really... It's not that I don't want to see it. I just, I should probably watch. I have no idea who these characters are. You don't so. need to. You don't need to. It doesn't matter. I kind of would like to, though. It doesn't matter. I would certainly like to. <laughs> Forget about it. Let's just go watch Chev Chelios and Maui beat people up with weapons. Guess we could do that, couldn't we? Like, we don't need to review it. We could just go and just have fun. Once in a while, watch movies for just fun instead of psychoanalyzing every last drop of blood. <laughs> yeah, I that's, guess. that's fun. So that's, that's quite fun. But at the same time, I just want to watch movies where people punch things. We have that coming up soon, don't we? Don't we no, we got no movie? punching movies. Uh, I guess not. Eh? We watch all these crazy deep psychoanalytic movies. Yeah, we did John Wick. I guess that was the last punch movie. Yeah. Oh no, I guess Spider Man counts. Spider Man does not count as punch movie. Yeah, maybe John Wick then. Yeah. Uh, we should do a movie night where we should watch all the Fast and the Furious. You have no time. We got better movies to watch. I'd be down, but like... <laughs> <laughs> we have better movies than Hobbs and Shaw, too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure it out. No, anyway. we won't. You say that, then we don't. We'll figure it out. So, uh, nothing coming to DVD and Blu-ray this week, so we can kind of skip that. So, we're going to finish off July when it comes to Netflix, and then we're going to go to August because uh, we'll talk about what's coming and leaving in August, all of that, so you guys don't get uh, too bogged down when it comes to that. But, uh, yeah, okay. So, we're going to finish up um, July. So, for July, I should probably have these, like, I hate how I have to scroll through this whole thing. Ah, That's super annoying. All right, so we got... In a second. Here we are. July. Wow, they did a huge jump there. Okay, then. All right, July 30th. We got Hot Summer Nights. We have Winnie Cummings, Can I Touch It? She's actually very funny. I like her a lot. July 31st, we have Keenan Ashura Part 1, The Letdown Season 2, and The Red Sea Diving Resorts. So that's everything that is currently ending when it comes to... Uh, Netflix in July, and then moving into August now, we got August 1st, Bad Teacher, Battle for Los Angeles. That's a really bad movie. You shouldn't watch it. It's very I, bad. I already did. Did you? That, that, that's, that's like Aliens, and it stars... That's a uh, bad movie. It's Aliens, and it stars Two-Face. Uh, Aaron Hackhart. Yeah. Yeah. We have Jungle, Kidnap, Let's Logan see. Lucky. You should watch Logan Lucky. That's a good movie. I think we watched Logan Lucky together. No, I'm saying to the oh, audience, not to you. To me. I was no. like, what are you talking about? Logan Lucky is a Steven Sonnenberg movie. The guy who does Ocean's Eleven. And what does he do? Well, he does another good heist movie with Adam Driver. Yeah. Very good. We need to watch his uh, basketball movie. Yes, that's right. So we also got The Chef's Line Season 1, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which is, I assume, the American one, which is actually pretty good. It's David Venture. Uh, we have The Mummy. Uh, I assume it's the Tom Cruise one. doesn't say. Uh, the Smurfs and Training Day. Training Day is great. That's a good Gargamel. one, Gargamel. Yeah, exactly. So uh, so good. Sorry? What's the other one? It's like it's like a pseudo-sequel to Training Day? Um, end of Watch. No. No. Oh. No, I don't know. Remember the Titans? No. <laughs> Keep going, I guess. I think it's got Denzel. Does it? Let's see. Okay, August 2nd, we have Ask the Storybot Season 3, uh, Basketball or Nothing, that's a Netflix original, um, Dairy Girls Season 2, Netflix original, Otherhood, Netflix original, she Run The Princess of Power Season 3, watch that, oh. she was great, and uh, yeah, I think also, when is that coming out, I think it's, I think Dear White People also comes out for Season 3, but I just want to make sure of that, because I know that's not 
here. Um, August 2nd, yes. Okay, so Dear White People is also in there for Season 3, for those of you watching that. So August 4th, which is a Sunday, we got uh, Patriot with Hassan Minhaj, uh, Volume 4. He is incredibly funny. I would probably check that out. Very, very cool. Um, yeah, so that is everything that's currently out on Netflix right there. So we're going to do Crave as well. So ending the block here for Crave. Uh, I guess it ended next week, so we're actually good on that. So for August in Crave, we have... August 1st, New Homeland. August 2nd, we have Boy Erased. I have to watch that still. Yeah. Mortal Engines, that's a Peter Jackson one. Of course, The House with the Clock and Its Walls, which I hear was half decent. I gotta watch it for So it. I Married an Axe Murderer. Fantastic movie. Love it's, Mike Myers. It's just Mike Myers uh, practicing being fat bastard. That's exactly it. It's Get a, in my belly. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, Williams. I okay. A funny story about this. Nan and I, for the past week, we've binged Austin Powers one, two, and three. We just wanted to watch them. I was like, "Hey, do you think these hold up?" And she's like, "I don't think so." So we watched them. One, they sure do. One is like required, like watching. Yeah, one is incredible. Two sucks. I never liked this spider shag me, and three is pretty good. Molly, 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 molly. Oh God! I love God. It's got the maddest touch. It touched too much. It got my crazy Dutch bastard. <laughs> I'm from Holland. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I, uh, what's the... Oh, my favorite scene in So I Married an Axe Murderer is when he's playing his father and he's just like... Uh, he's like, what do you have against the colonel, dad? He's like... He, what's he say? He puts an addictive chemical in his chicken to make you... Craven night and day smart ass oh my god i laughed my ass off what a good fucking movie that is all right we also got whistleblower uh die hard which 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 which, <laughs> which whistleblower is this one that is so hard to say which whistleblower is which is that what you're trying to say which whistleblower is this movie about it's hard to Probably say not Snowden. uh is it about that one lady oh yeah i think you're right is it um, nope, it's just some random lady played by Rachel Weiss. Oh, how about that, eh? I think it's this one. There's only That's one. Seventy-five. Oh, there you go. How about that? Okay. Um, Die Hard Two, Die Hard One, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Live Free or Die Hard is also all there. You can probably just watch Die Hard One, and that's probably it. I heard Three is the best. Three's not the best. It's got Samuel Jackson. I know one's the best. Three's all right though. Three's, three's better than two, I think. Three's better than two by a long shot. Die Hard One's like. A, like a fantastic film. I'm surprised they didn't add the fifth Die Hard. Good day to Die Hard. We're gonna get a six by those. You know. Good that. day to kill. Isn't it just I, called McLean? I'm so. Didn't, ex- I thought we reported on that. We did. and I'm so excited because I love Die Hard because it's like like some of my first introduction to action movies. Sure, sure. Seeing like Sam Jackson just saying motherfucker over and over again. What if it's McLean? But it's like Logan, and it's just this like deep rooted like police just psycho story. Just and he's just. Oh, my God. Like, it's a noir. Man, that'd be something. That'd be pretty cool. We also have The Company Men. Sex Tape, which is another bad movie. Nanny, Nanny McPhee, which is okay. Uh, my Girl. Ape Escapes. Uh, the Last Ship, Season 5. You're not telling me it's the last ship if there's five seasons. <laughs> there's got to be multiple ships that are the last. Exactly. Ultimate Ninja Challenge, Season 1. And August 3rd, we have... Um... A Black Lace sketch show, and that's it. So, moving on to Amazon, I believe we ended it with July. Oh, no. So, for July on the 31st, we have Assassination Nation and Arctic. So, you should check out Arctic. That's a Mystery Guitar Man movie that we did review for. Uh, he's Stranded in the Desert with Mads Mikkelsen. Absolutely fantastic film. Check I it out. I can't wait for Stowaway. Yeah, hey. That's going to be pretty I cool. I just love seeing all the photos of them on set. Yeah. Daniel and Anna. That's going to be great. It's eh? just a sci-fi movie. I love there was one photo where it was just like, I think Anna posted a photo of her in like a spacesuit, and the next pose, Joe posted a photo. He's like, I guess Anna can't listen to the rules of no photos on set. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so now for uh, Amazon Prime for August 1st, we got Alien, No Country for Old Men, and Prometheus. Those are all on the Hollywood suite of films. Um, 1408, uh, Way of Life, Animal Kingdom. I don't know if this is free. 
if you have a Prime subscription, because Prime's doing this Crave thing. Pardon me? Yeah, so, like, you can purchase Nickelodeon through Prime. Like stuff oh, like that's that. right. We were talking about that last. Yeah, week. yeah. So I don't know if this is free. I'll have to double check that. Anyway, Animal Kingdom, Anita and Me, Assassin Run, Babylon, Bells of Fury. Uh, that's a funny movie. Behaving Badly, Bride and Prejudice. Uh, no, Bride and Prejudice, not Pride and Prejudice. Buffalo Soldiers, Bullet Boy, Crowd, Cloud Street, Cold Lazarus, Dance to the Music of the Time, Destroyer, Eruption, Faster, For a Good Time, Call, Ghost in the Shell, I wonder if that's the anime or doesn't matter. They're both well. The anime is fantastic. Both are great. Yeah, yeah. Whitewashing, but still good movies. Hell's Kitchen, 2005 to 2019. Hit and Run, Honeymooners, Jane, Silent Bob, Strike Back. Hell yeah. The Lookouts, Mad Money, The Matador. That movie sucks. My Motorcycle Diaries, Movie 43. That movie also sucks. Mr. Woodcock. That movie sucks. Nylon, One Chance, One Day, Queer as Folks, Safety Not Guaranteed. Great film. If you want a really good movie. Before Colin Trevorrow did uh, Jurassic World, Safety Not Guaranteed is that. Aubrey Plaza, uh, Jake Johnson, fantastic movie. <clears throat> Sammy David Jr., I Gotta Be Me, School for Scoundrels, which is my the last film I remember John Hedder being in. He doesn't do much. He just no. lives off. No, he does not. He ain't John Hedder. Good friend. Yeah. Just uh, living off that Napoleon Dynamite money, which I'm sure know. was nothing. Uh, Secret Life of Michael Fry, Seven Psychopaths. Oh, my God. Such a good movie. So, Seven Psychopaths is... Uh, is it Fitchery? Uh, no, no, that sound right. Um, Seven Billboards guy. Is it um, really? Yeah. Oh, what's his name? He did in Bruges, too. I always forget his name. Oh, I know his name, too. Help me out, Palmer. I'm going to Google. I'm going to type uh, in Seven. McDonough. What? McDonough. So this is... Yeah, Martin McDonough. Yeah. Yeah, Martin McDonough. Check out Seven Psychopaths. Oh, my God. That's a great movie. I like that movie better than Three Billboards, and Three Billboards is, really? a, great, is a great film. So we also have Sex Traffic, Somewhere, Spanish Fly, Swallow, Tales of the City, Ultraviolet, and The View from the Top. On August 2nd, we have This is Football, and that's it. So if I were to recommend a couple of those, uh, Seven Psychopaths is great. Safety Guaranteed is great. That's all for Amazon. No Country, obviously. It's fantastic. Check out Arctic if you got Crave. Really great film. Uh, highly enjoy that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, like, all the diehards. Like, there's a lot of good stuff coming up. So, yeah, just uh, check out those recommendations. I think you'll, you'll like those a lot. All right. So that is currently everything that is out this week when it comes to streaming and all of that. So we're going to go into the crazy – well, it's not a crazy amount of reviews, but the, quite a bit nonetheless. So – we have, obviously, the big one is Fast and Furious, Hobbs, and Shaw. So, currently sitting at, right now, 71 on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and, uh, yeah, basically, Hobbs and Shaw doesn't rev as high as the franchise's best installments, but gets decent mileage out of its wall-matched stars and over-the-top action sequences. So, from Slate, it's a movie that does what it needs to do, but it really does more than that. Like a replacement part that fits just where it's supposed to go. Everything, what everybody wants, I'm sure. From New York Magazine Vulture, it turns out that uh, whittling the series rapidly bulging dramatist persona, persona down to two guys who hate each other can be strangely liberating. <laughs> All right. And from uh, San Francisco Chronicle, Hobbs and Shaw does all the usual things, but it does them in unusual ways and stays funny. From AV Club, on the more negative side, the staging is loud, destructive effects-laden set pieces seems to elude the director's grasp, and unfortunately, that's what Fast and Furious movies are all about. But that's what you're going for, mm-hmm. right? All right, moving on. We got uh, now, I we didn't have it last week, so I'm just going to say it this week, but we got... Uh, uh, Ron Smith score for The Boys. Um, the Boys. The Boys. <laughs> uh, it's at an 81 right now with a 94 for audience because it did just come out recently. So, uh, yeah, eight episodes. I hear it's pretty good. Do you think you're going to watch it? Uh, probably. I got a large undertaking of films to watch before I watch anything else. Yeah, it seems like you were doing quite a bit. I mean, if I did nine movies, I would be done the Fast and Furious franchise. You would. Right. I'm doing... I actually, one of these days, do want to watch all of them, to be quite honest with they're you. So, they're so dumb and good. Yeah. But... What if I end up loving them? Like, what if I'm like, this is fucking awesome? F- four through eight is 
Just dumb action. It's so good. Right. I've seen one, two, four, yeah, and the five. One, the ones that aren't good. Five's good. It gets so much better. The five moment, I liked. The moment, yeah. Yeah. If you like five, you'll like everything after five because if you don't like cars, you'll yeah. like five through eight because it's just cars don't matter. There's cool people driving cars, but guess what? It's all about shooting guns and Dwayne Johnson hitting people really hard. Do you think, but well, that's the thing, Justin Lin is really the guy who made Fast and the Furious Fast and the Furious. Let's be honest, right? Like one through four, those are like action movies. But they're not this megaton, billion-dollar-making movies that Justin Lin made. Yeah, but... And he will forever be the Fast and the Furious guy. He will, but whatever. Yeah. But that's good. Like, good on him. He's the one who did this. Yeah. And that's good. So, for those that don't know, the boys, a group of vigilantes set to take down corrupt superheroes who abuse their superpowers. Obviously, you got... Uh, um, Carl Urban in it. Uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are also creating the series who have done Preacher. So... Mm-hmm. With that being said, uh, from NPR, The Boys isn't the bold deconstruction of superhero tropes its creators seem to think it is. From IndieWire, Star Moriarty and Shu bring extra dimensions to the characters too, making The Boys all that much more fun, you know, when it's not that very, very dark. From Boston Globe, the cast is fine, particularly Shu, who is uh, illicitly effective, Quaid, who's neurotic but brave, fumblings are endearing, and Urban, who is... Hughie's Gonzo Guide from Roger Ebert. The boys fails to be truly submersive in the ways that count more than just wagging a middle finger at Marvel CEO Kevin Feige. Alright, well I mean everybody kind of split up but regardless, 81% to say the least. Okay, so we also have uh, first reviews for Pennyworth. Um, so for those that do not know, this is the uh, series about Alfred Pennyworth um, who's the butler of Batman, takes place before any significant Batman uh, story. Yeah. So it's probably just like Alfred is like an MI6 agent, just murdering yeah, people that's out a, in the that's desert. that's exactly what it is. Yeah, you got it. So that's a 65 for the tomato meter and a 96 for audience score. So while intriguing characters and impressive set pieces make for an engaging spy thriller, Pennyworth doesn't add much to the greater Batman mythos. So... From Screen Rant, another unnecessary attempt to squeeze more blood from the proverbial Batman stone. From IndieWire, Pennyworth establishes an admirable long game and introduces a number of characters you'll grow quite attached to quite quickly. From Rolling Stone, the stories are fairly thin, but the look of the show and the charisma abandon, and some of the supporting players covered that for a while. And from Decider, Pennyworth is a fine prequel to Gotham, and there's nothing more than t- enough storytelling room to get the full picture of a guy who we just know as Batman's butler. So there's that. So, um, yeah, and I just want to make sure if they have this or not. Yeah, I don't, I think I talked about this, but regardless, Orange is a New Black Season 7 is not at a 97. For those that care, that show sucks, but, uh... I'm pretty sure I talked about it the other day, so I don't want to talk about it again. So we're going to move into the latter half of the show, which, of course, is the brand new trailers. And holy shit, did we get a lot of them. So um, I guess we'll just talk about the first one I want to talk about. So we got a season two trailer for Jack Ryan. Uh, that's Did know the trailer? Yeah. So it's uh, excited. That's going to be out in 2019. Didn't give a date yet. Palmer, you watched the first season. I did. You liked it? Really good. I really do want to watch it because I love Krasinski. John is so good. Isn't he? Isn't he? Okay. We also got uh, the trailer for Zombie Land Double Tap. I did watch this. And that's going to be uh, October 18th. Looks did like Zombieland. Looks like Zombieland. And then Thomas has a cameo. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, I'm good with that. Yep. I mean, Zombieland coming back, didn't need to come back. No, is it okay? Sure, why not? Yeah. So we also got uh, the Terror Infamy, which is going to be out August 2nd. That's the San Diego Comic-Con trailer for that. That's the uh, AMC kind of uh, mythological horror uh, show that's out there. We also got a new trailer, Camp Redwood American Horror Story trailer. That's going to be out September 16th on FX for those that are watching American Horror Story. We got the Walking Dead spinoff New World trailer. So that's the 2020 Walking Dead spinoff show. So we got a little bit of a trailer for that. We got uh, Mindhunter Season 2 uh, teaser. So that's going to be out August 16th. Did you know that... I don't like. 
I haven't watched my like who wrote this? It's one of the, the big boys. David Fincher. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Season one. I watched season one, but in season two, the actor that played Charles Manson in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yes. is playing Charles Manson in Mindhunter. Yes, he is. Isn't that interesting? And he's gonna get more screen time in Manhunter than he will in Once Upon a Time. <laughs> but that's fair. Yeah. So I might watch Mindhunter now, knowing what I've known, but I still have. I know. I need to watch Manhunter too. It's. Mindhunter is, uh, I hear it's great, and the thing is, it's David Fincher, right? Yeah. So. Like, the only reason, like, besides, like, David Tennant, I watched Good Omens because I saw Neil Gaiman's name sure. slapped. Sure. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. But it's more Terry Pratchett than Neil Gaiman, right? That's true. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's gimmick cool. Uh, but yeah, I'll watch Mindhunter. I think that might be the next thing I'll watch. I'm not really sure. I'm either that or Killing Eve. I have to decide. So we also got uh, the Carnival Row teaser, uh, Bury, a Bury, Buried trailer. Um, that's gonna be out August 30th. That's an Amazon Prime show. For those that don't know, Cara Delevingne and Orlando Bloom are both in that show. Uh, human detective and a fairy rekindle a dangerous affair in a Victorian fantasy world where the city's uneasy peace collapses when a string of murders reveals an unimaginable monster so obviously the big heavy hitters on that one are uh Kara Delvin and orlando bloom nonetheless so we also have the trailer for the lighthouse oh oh Ooh. oh my god i cannot wait october 18th ladies and gentlemen so for those that do not know uh the lighthouse um, is directed by the guy who did the Vivich, of course. So that's Robert Eggers, uh, stars Orlando Bloom, William Defoe, Orlando Bloom, wow, Jesus. Robert Pattinson, William Defoe. The story of two lighthouse keepers on a remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s. And it's in black and white. Oh my god. Is Oh my god. I hope it's like I can't two wait. hours, 37, like 50 minutes. Can't wait. It also, 98? That's the last time we checked. Oh, I don't remember. On Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my god, it's gonna be awesome. So, also for those of you watching Peaky Peaky Fucking Blinders, uh, they got the season five trailer. That's gonna be out in 2019. I hear that show is excellent. Well, I'm keeping telling me to watch it, but I keep on saying I got better stuff. I got other stuff to watch. That's more like it. All right. Uh, yeah. So, we also got uh, the official trailer now for Gemini Man. That's gonna be out on October eleventh. I. I Doubtful but hopeful. Yeah, doubtful but hopeful. I agree. Because Aang is all over the place sometimes. Yeah. Um, the thing about it is that the CG looks pretty decent. Like, it's a little uncanny still. But it could be really good, really bad. Granted, it is... Um, fuck, what's his name? Ang Lee. Ang Lee, thank you. Who's hit and miss? That's, I, I have just gotten off saying that. Yeah. So, exactly. So, yeah, those that don't know, Will Smith kind of is a younger version of himself who has to kill the older version of himself. It's Yeah, that's kind of how it works. All right, so on top of that, we got uh, the trailer for Trinket Season 2. That will be out in 2020. Those that do not know, an unexpected friendship forms and three teenage girls meet in a shoplifter's anonymous. So it's, it's, funny. it's just uh, Sister of the Jelly Pants. Did they do... Shoplifters Anonymous. Oh, it just sounded like such a probably paints. Fair enough. All right, so we also got the trailer uh, for Modern Love, which is going to be an eight-episode series. Uh, TV series based on the New York Times column that explores relationships, love, and the human connection. Has Tina Fey and Anne Hathaway in it, so that's why I thought I'd bring Ooh. that up. So we also got uh, the official trailer, too, for Angel Has Fallen. That's going to be out August 23rd. I didn't know that was a second trailer. Yeah. Uh, I Did you see those? I never watched those. Yeah. <laughs> you like them? Olympus Has Fallen is actually super good. Yeah, London Bridge Has Fallen Down is pretty good. <laughs> London Bridge is, like, not the best, but it's also just another solid dumb action movie. What was... It was those two movies that came out in the same year. It was White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen. That's Olympus right. Olympus Has Fallen is, like, monumentally better. Is it better? Yeah. White House Down was a Channing Tatum one? Channing Tatum gotcha. and Jamie Foxx. Yeah, Jesus. All right, we also got trailer number two for uh, The Goldfinch. That's going to be out September 13th. That has potential, I think. I don't know what I don't know what it's about. It's like some kids going through PTSD, and there's a, a painting of a birdie. And Ansel, Ansel, Ansel Ancord is in it. And then yeah. uh, Mike from Stranger Things is in it. And then yeah, uh, right. one of the 
uh, robots from uh, Westworld shows up in the form of Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. It's all over the place. That's right. Yeah, the thing about it, and the reason why I think it might be good is because he did Brooklyn, and Brooklyn is a really good movie. Sure. So, with uh, Saoirse Ronan, of course. So, uh, yeah, on top of that, we got, uh, for those that are excited, uh, The Purge Season 2, we got a trailer for that. That'll be on 2019. Um, the thing that I'm most excited about in 2019, I'm going to call it right now, we've got trailer number one for the Playmobil movie. That's going to be on August 30th. What? I love Playmobil. Ah, oh, my God, it's so awesome. It's so, like, not Lego, and I love it. <laughs> it's uh, it's funny because Daniel Radcliffe plays the main character. Oh, my God. It's gonna be Playmobil awesome. the movie. Playmobil the movie. Oh, my God. Is this? I think I had Playmobil toys. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Are you also excited for Dora the Explorer movie? I'm super excited. I, I, I hope that's great. Like, I keep on seeing trailers, and people are like... I'm going to call it right <laughs> now 73% Rotten Tomatoes. Playmobil the movie has 47 a 4.7 on IMDb. Uh, who cares about IMDb? It's going to be great. That's going to be the best movie of the year. That's going to be the, uh, what do you say, the emoji movie of this year. Which means it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> so, we also got the trailer. This dude worked on Kangaroo Jack, dude. Yeah, Kangaroo Jack's like a dead out dead, right? <laughs> that, that, that movie was my childhood. How? I love like pulling like the the money out. Be like, look at all this green. And the flight attendant walks by the closed bathroom door. What and, a like, dumb movie! And Anthony Anderson just killing it in that movie. They put the hoodie on the kangaroo. <laughs> but like to be honest, as a kid, I watched it and I loved it. So like, yeah, I loved it too. It sits at like a stagnant ten out of ten as a kid. <laughs> Same with like the Inspector Gadget movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And the Not movie where the chimpanzee plays baseball called ed yeah that movie's like god awful but like saw it as a kid so it's great just like all the airbuds i don't think i watched it but actually i think i saw i remember getting an airbud movie out of like a box of corn pops honestly we have like airbud movies now they're just called how to drive in the rain you remember the the movies like the disney movies where the the chimpanzee did like extreme sports hell yeah that was yeah that was awesome those are good movies like there's the chimpanzee and he he's uh a skateboarder. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, and then the dude from Tool Time, yeah. <laughs> from Home Improvement, is the right. the leader of the skate shop. Yeah. And then there's the one where he plays hockey. Yeah, exactly. And then it was always on, for some reason, after Max Keeble's big move. That was another <laughs> great movie. So we also got the official trailer for Light My Fire. That's going to be out August 9th. The reason why I brought that up, and for those that care, preface this, it is written and directed by Casey Affleck. Is this the so I think parents this... and child journey through the outskirts of society a decade after a pandemic has wiped out half of the world's population as a father struggles to protect his child their bond and the character of humanity is tested seems very cool but Casey Affleck's a piece of shit do we uh, I hate it because it's like that sounds so dope I know I kind of want to just forget that I know it's like part of me like wanting to watch Rosemary's Baby. Like yeah. I really want to. It's a great movie. It, I I gotta say that Rosemary's Baby is a great movie. Like it's like it's Rosemary's Baby. It's like I kind of just want to just. Yeah. Anyway, we also got the official trailer for Diagnosis. This is a Netflix series. I thought it's kind of interesting. It's gonna be out August sixteenth. Medical docu series focusing on patients with unique illnesses and their journeys to find diagnosis and cure. Very cool. We also have the big one irishman official teaser september 27th go for it palmer i don't got much to go for i'm just so excited for this movie yeah it's gonna be dope you bring in martin scorsese martin scorsese and basically every actor with an italian last name has a role in this i am um, yeah i don't know why everybody else passed on it because the amount of the, most studios passed on it. paramount wouldn't fund it it was basically paramount's movie and then they're like yeah yeah all that money to like make them all look younger too much is that why yeah hmm. paramount didn't want to fund the de-aging ah well that's expensive shit right especially when a lot of people are de-aged except for joe pesci for some fucking reason i think i think they're doing a back and forth kind of deal like ah. this scene it's young and then this scene they're older right oh a flashback type thing yeah yeah or different tellings sure yeah um so people that don't know a mom hitman recalls his possible involvement with the slaying of jimmy hoffa um 
Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Also, the movie might be bad, and that may be why they uh, pushed it, but also it's Scorsese, and that's like, impossible. I, the word bad and Scorsese don't belong. Yeah, I agree, like, I I'd feel like it can't be bad, no matter what happens. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, you're the one going through uh, Scorsese's uh, filmography, aren't you? All of them. All of it, right? All 25. Where are you at? I'm just grabbing movies off the shelf. Oh, so you're not going in order? I I, I was going to, and then I, like, I just went out of control. So I'm watching... I've watched... Have you even seen, like, shit like The Last Temptation of Christ and all that? I haven't got there yet. Yeah, okay. I've got Departed, Casino, Wolf of Wall Street, Shutter Island, Goodfellas, Hugo, Taxi Driver, Silence, The Aviator, nice. and The King of Comedy. A lot of Gangs of New York, and I got the Age of Innocence and Coon Dan from the library. Because apparently the library stocks Coon Dan. I would, uh, the next one I would do is Mean Streets. Fucking Mean Streets. Well, I got The Age of Innocence and Coon Dan to watch. And I don't know if I'm going to like Age of Innocence. How good all. was Silence, eh? Ooh. That's... It's not even. It's not my top movie, or even in the top five. I, I love Silence. Oh it's my God. it's it's so good, but there's what a, a different film. It, it's a very different film, but comparing it to like Shutter Island and Wolf Wall Street for me, and like Casino yeah, oh, and yeah, Departed, the, yeah, yeah, of course. Well, it's like the it's the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood version of Scorsese. Not obviously but in like, content, but difference. Hugo is so different from everything else, sure. and I like that more than Silence, just because I like these kind of giant kid movies like this. Sure, gotcha, but. All right. Uh, we also got the official trailer for Slim and Queen. That's out November twenty seventh. Also said that yeah, no, I said where the Irishman is coming out. So the reason why I brought Slim and Queen up um, for those that don't know, a couple's first date takes an unexpected turn when a police officer pulls them over. Um, the reason why I brought it up is Daniel Clay is in it, who's fantastic. It was also uh, written by Lena Waithe, who. For do not know, she is in uh, Master of None. She also directed and, or sorry, she also wrote a lot of Master of None episodes that are really good. For example, like Thanksgiving, absolutely fantastic. So uh, yeah, that's why I brought this up. And then also we have the official trailer for Undone. That's out September 13th. The thing about Undone, which is really interesting, and it seems like Rosa Salazar is just doing CG stuff now. So a woman discovers uh, she has a new relationship with time after surviving a car accident that almost killed her. Uh, that's going to be on Prime Video. It's cool because it's all animated, but it's like cel-shaded. It's very interesting. It is directed by... It's a TV show. A man who's done shorts. He's the shorts man. Yep. So Let's go. Shorts of, yeah, eight episodes. A lot of animated shorts, by the look of it. Oh, how about that, eh? Cool. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was a Boring People Bad Opinions podcast, episode number 68. And that is, of course, for the week of July the 29th, 2019. I'm also glad that we ended the episode on 68 and we're going to come back hard on 69. Oh, hell yeah. We're coming in upside down, right side up, 69. Exactly. Hell yeah. So, thanks for having six years old. Right? Crazy. So, thanks for hanging out with us. If you like what we do and want to keep doing it, please subscribe to us. Uh, this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, any podcast service that you like. And don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Boring People Bad Opinions and on Twitter at underscore Bad Opinions. Uh, yeah, check out our review for yesterday if you have not already. And uh, yeah, we're sad to see you go. Thank you all for listening to us up until this point, of course. We will be coming back swinging some point in time, though we will be on hiatus, of course. And check out our reviews that will be coming in the coming weeks up for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Aladdin, and Midsommar. All of those films, I'm sure we will have a lot to talk about, but that will be in accordance to see how busy we are and eventually when we get around to recording them, but regardless, they will be out um, very soon. So, until next time, thank you all once again, and we will see you later. <laughs>